Hello, and welcome to episode six of Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. This is Kurt. And this is Jen. And uh, this is going to be the Beastie Boys, and we've already recorded this. This has been a super fun episode. Don't you agree, Jen? Oh, I agree 100%. So we had a lot of fun making it, but there was a little, there's a point at the end of this, which of course we announced what the next episode is going to be. And it was Jen's selection, and she said she wanted. Yes, Bowling for Soup. And I am not totally familiar with Bowling for Soup. And I said, oh, Bowling for Soup. They did Stacy's Mom. Which technically they did, but as a cover of the Fountains of Wayne, who did the real version of Stacy's Mom. Right. And so we recorded this on Saturday, March 28th. And unfortunately, very sadly, on April 1st, just a few days later, Adam Schlesinger uh, from... Uh, from Fountains of Wayne, passed away due to COVID-19. Um, we were obviously not aware of that at the time since it was just a few days away. But um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Adam Schlesinger and all the amazing stuff that he did because I wasn't really aware of it until just just recently after I'd heard of his passing. and um, Yeah. Saw a lot. There's a lot of songs that make you think of Fountains of Wayne. And that's because Adam Adam wrote uh, so many songs. He wrote That Thing You Do. He wrote all of the good songs from Josie and the Pussycats, which is a terrific live action film. And I love That Thing You Do. That is, uh, the, the movie is great. And that song is absolutely perfect. And he's done so much comedy stuff as well, yeah. which I was not aware of. He wrote a bunch of songs for... Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert's Christmas album, which was hilarious. He wrote um, a bunch of the songs for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the musical comedy kind of TV show. Yep. And one of the, and this this is such a dumb little thing, but I don't know uh, if you saw this, Jen, but in 2010, uh, Jon Stewart had the, his Night of Too Many Stars. Are, are you familiar with that special? I did not see the special, no. Oh, well, he does it every year. But uh, uh, in in 2010, uh, Stephen Colbert and uh, and uh, Steve Carell did a song about uh, Sully. It was everybody's talking about Sully. Oh, and it was yeah! Such a funny song, and I found out that he wrote that too. Uh, anyway, he's done so much great stuff, and I was not completely aware of all the stuff that he did, and. I'm just really sad to hear about his passing and you should absolutely check out all of the great stuff that he did. And if you follow uh, Sarah Silverman on uh, Instagram, she wrote a very uh, touching tribute to him. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, Adam Schlesinger, rest in peace. And I uh, hope you're ready for episode six of Curtain Gen Make a Podcast. Hey, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Curtain Gen Make a Podcast. And today I am so excited because we are talking about my pick. The Beastie Boys. Very exciting. It's uh, 
when you said it, I was like, this is such an obvious choice for this podcast. It's it's why haven't we done it yet? And it's a band that I am been a fan of since the be- well, not the beginning beginning, but since uh, since License to Ill. First of all, are there any people who are not Beastie Boy fans? Is that a thing? Like, is there like who doesn't like the Beastie Boys? Well, my kids do not like the Beastie what? Boys. What? Your kids don't like the Beastie Boys? I don't know if my kids like the Beastie Boys. Uh, spoiler alert. So I need to. Make okay. Sure they, uh, I'm going to go ahead and not put my foot in my mouth yet. So we're going to find out if they like the Beastie Boys after today. Yeah. So my kids are into like current day hip hop. And so when I play them the Beastie Boys. Do they like, like Paufu? I'm, uh, what? Do they like Paufu? I don't know that. Okay. That's all right. Okay. So I'll send you links later. I will also point out that uh, that their introduction to the Beastie Boys was not actual Beastie Boys songs. It was the game Beastie Rap that we used to play in Throwdown over at Tim. Oh, I, this was Improv before movement. my time. So tell me all about this game. Well, so it is a Throwdown game, and in Throwdown is our mm-hmm. was our short form team, which is now defunct. Yeah, and we would always start with a rapping game. And my favorite rapping game was Beastie Rap, which is also a warm-up game that you uh, you set up a rhyme and uh, and then the other two people on your team would jump in and finish the rhyme. Like wow, this uh, is a lot. This is like high stakes right here. Oh yeah, high stakes improv. And so they would keep score in that, and you know, uh, it was it was a fun game. Mm-hmm. But it was w- what my kids think of now when they think of the Beastie Boys. They think of their dad up on stage doing rap. So that can't really compete with it you know Migos really... or whatever they're listening yeah. to nowadays. Oh. But that is the so. That, unfortunately, that is the answer. You didn't to, prep them before going to be like these are the Beastie Boys. This is what we're trying I'm, to do. I'm trying to catch up to that, okay. but it's uh, it was a little bit unsuccessful. Oh. So, because I feel like I feel like my boys, my boys are four and six, and I feel like if I showed them Intergalactic right now, we would win. Like we, I would win them over to the Beastie Boys because right now Godzilla is very big in our house. And that has very strong Godzilla vibes to it. That in that video. That's excellent. Right. So. So the. Uh, and, and they also watch the old Godzilla films. So that's something that we do, um, which are not well done. Like Intergalactic is way better production <laughs> value than any of the old Godzilla films. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Intergalactic because that was one of the songs that I wanted to to bring up uh, on this. It is the most obvious humorous choice. So you uh, and and you appreciate it because of the the video yes. for the for the most part. Well, no, I so I love the lyrics, but the video t- puts it over the edge because I am also a hardcore sci-fi fan. I attend the Comic-Con in San Diego, the real one, um, as well as the ones in Phoenix, uh, occasionally the one here in Tucson. Um, but yeah, so I love science fiction and it has like every sci-fi trope in it, which is delightful. Like there's a mad scientist with crazy hair. There's like just a crazy giant robot in the, like they're wearing weird. I, is that a hat? Like, is it just like a reflective vest? Why are we wearing reflective vests and hard hats? I don't get it. But I love every minute of it because it reminds me of the old Godzilla films. So. It, it is a great video. And there's also a lyric that I, I, I love in here, which, to be honest, I was not uh, completely 
I didn't totally understand it up until I started doing research for, for this particular podcast. Let's see if I so, understand it. Okay. Or if I'm going to get my mind blown now. Okay. So here's, uh, I'm, we're, we're going to fast forward to about the 122 point on intergalactic. Oh, I shot. I think I overshot that just by a little bit. That's okay. I didn't overshoot it. Okay, so the lyric in there was uh, got an A from OD for keeping two themes. So I I don't know what that means. Kind of washed. I didn't yeah. when I first time I it heard that. It just washes right over me. So Kumodi on one of his albums, and I don't remember the specific album. In his liner notes, he gave this report card for like all the current hip hop acts. What? Like thirty different hip hop. We should acts. give people. Why don't we give people grades? And. <laughs> Well, we do give people grades. No, we give them, like, out of 10, we need to give them A's and B's oh, and C's. So they, and well, D's. this is exactly what Modi did. Oh my God! He gave, and there were, like, that maybe, like, 10 different categories. <sighs> okay. And uh, he he rated all these bands, and he gave them a 1 to 10 on all these different categories. Oh. And at and the end... And it gave them their grade. Right. <gasps> and of these 30 what? bands... Beastie Boys were the last, what? were dead last with a seventy, or for which was you know a C minus. Oh. But one of the categories was keeping to themes, and they got a ten on that. Well, yes, they are very hard on their themes. Like they they nail their themes. Right. So yeah. So they have this line, which is got an A from O D for keeping two themes, which <laughs> I love. They that they took this you know which was clearly a negative. Yeah. And just said, hey, we're... We're going to focus on what we did amazing. Exactly. We're going to accentuate the positives. <laughs> Eliminate the, the negatives. negatives. <laughs> I know the whole song, Kurt. I so, do not. Okay. I used to sing that at like... Uh, show choir? In show choir. <laughs> uh, but that one was specifically, we would go to like senior homes, like uh, like assisted living facilities, and we would sing the hits ah, from nice. back in the day and i always got the uh i always got the accentuate positives solo so oh. I, i'm very good at that at all right accentuating the positives not necessarily the singing but <laughs> that one yeah so love the yeah love the whole intergalactic video there's another video that I uh, really enjoy. Uh, are you familiar with uh, the three MCs and one DJ video? I, you know what? It is not one of the ones that I looked back into. It's not a huge one, and I, yeah. and and frankly, I only heard like I heard the song on their uh, the Sound of Science uh, compilation mm-hmm. album yeah. is when I first heard it. But this video starts off with uh, the you know, three guys in like this basement. And they are in this... I like re- what's starting already. Basements they, are cool. And they're in this pose. Like okay. this, this strange pose. And there's a, a set of turntables behind them with nobody there. And so they're in this weird kind of pose. And they're, then they cut away from them. And then they show uh, Mixmaster Mike, who's got this like 
kind of jetpack kind of proton pack on his back kind of looks like you know one of the ghostbusters with he's walking on the streets of new york somewhere and he's got a uh a, a, you know a 12 inch disc in his hand and he's walking through new york and they cut back and forth and it's not the still video it is it's a live video of the three boy you know the three beastie boys in this weird pose and they just and it's and they like, just hold the pose they hold the pose and it's like for Two full minutes of Mixmaster Mike walking through, going you know into the building, walking downstairs, and then they, and then it culminates when it he gets culminates to the when he gets there. Oh, right. thank God! I was gonna and say then, if he doesn't get to the basement, I'm like on the edge of my seat and I'm not even watching the video. Yeah, and I'm like, get to the basement. Right. So, but it is like it is hilarious that it's like two minutes of just mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know. Basically nothing, and then we he gets down there and plays. Cause nobody can do it like Mitch Master can. Come on, now. I got the D double O, D double O star, and here we go again because the shit. Oh wow! So so there's no audio until that happens. No, there's audio. Oh, there's audio. There's okay. the audio, like you hear street sounds. Okay. And but, but there's no song. Is what right. I'm there's asking. nothing. There's going no up. song. No. Wow, I appreciate this video and I need to watch it now. Like I appreciate it without even <laughs> having seen it. Like that is delightful. And and so like the first line of the song, well, nobody can do it like Mix Master can. But then uh, Ad Rock comes on and he goes, "I got the D double O D double O style." And which, of course, uh, spells out doo doo. And mm-hmm. I heard an interview of uh, way back when. I'm not sure if they originated the the term doo doo rhymes, but it is basically just silly rhymes. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. And I remember just like you know back in the day him talking about how they just wanted to crack each other up with the with the lyrics that they put together. And they are very funny lyrics. Yeah. And so they they nailed it, right? Yeah. They just you know have a lot of very funny lyrics that just just hit me just right, you yeah. know? Uh, and and so many of their their lyrics are just it's like referencing, you know. So if you're if you're into like references, there are so many references, really, you know, dense with all these references. You know, some people are okay with that, but I just love over and over hitting these uh, these references that some of which I have to look up and it's like, what are they talking about? Is it about? more fun for you when you have to look it up or is it less fun for you when you have to look it up? That's what I want to know. So uh, the, the most fun is when they come up with a uh, an obscure reference mm-hmm. that I already know. Oh, okay. okay. So like you're smarter than everyone because you know that weird obscure reference? Is that, yes. Is that why it's fun? Oh, well, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it fun That's when true. that happens? That and is it, true. And so I'm going to play... Yeah. Can confirm. I'm going to play the start of another song, which I know that you uh, probably wanted to talk about as well, but it has one of these obscure references that I really enjoy. I'm so sure I don't is, know the obscure reference. But. Well, it's like in the first two lines of the song, Hey Ladies, which is playing right now. Fabulous video also. It's a, it's a, it's a video. Yes. It didn't hold up. Okay. Uh, it doesn't hold up. There are parts of it that do. Yeah. Okay. So what was that reference then? So, uh, 
It's more to me than you'll ever know, and I got more hits than Sadahara O. So Sadahara O again, just washes a, right over me. Right, right. <laughs> is a Japanese baseball player. Okay. Who had more home runs in the uh, the uh, Japanese league than Babe Ruth or Hank Aaron did. He oh. he was the all time home run king. Wow. So how do I know this? When I was a uh, I, I was into you know uh, Guinness Book of World Records and I was also a baseball fan when I was a kid and I would read like you know all time home run king and they you know, would always talk about Hank Aaron who you know beat Babe Ruth and they would talk about. Uh, Sadahar Oh had more than either of them in the Japanese league. So I've never seen this person before, but I knew that name. And when I heard... It is a very definitive name. Like, yeah, you would yeah. remember that. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And, and so it was when he said it got more hits than Sadahar Oh, I was like, oh my God, I know what they're talking about. That is very... I mean, that is, that is an obscure pull. So... But you get all the points for that. So that is that is fun for me. And but it's also fun when I, you know, get a chance to look up some of the references like the the cool Modi reference. Yeah, I, I was not aware of that until just a couple of days ago. It's and I saw exciting. that and just. <laughs> so uh, the reason that I had Hey Ladies on my list was it always reminds me of Jerry Lewis. So as soon as they say Hey Ladies, all I can hear is <laughs> Hey Lady. And I'm like, oh. Second, where my brain is like, stop the Jerry Lewis that is happening. Um, and sidebar, my best friend uh, used to do his telethons. So, because he would do the muscular dystrophy telethons. What do you mean, do them? Um, she was one of the like girls, like one of the like little kids in a wheelchair oh. that would come and be paraded out and be like, you know, pity us and send us money. Um, and okay. yeah, and so she, yeah, she was one of the. the she met girls. Jerry Lewis. She yeah, many times she's done. She did the telethon for a number of years because she's adorable and she had big blonde hair and a little red wheelchair at the time when she was a little kid. Um, and so she would be on those shows, the telethons all the time. All right. I did not know her during her telethon days, but. Okay. So I haven't seen the video in a while. I've, I yeah. used to see it quite a bit. And I just remember a lot of like 70s, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. the so, polyester. Yes. So to what be, doesn't hold up? To be clear. The 70s and the polyester holds up. That is delightful. I enjoy watching the guys in like the pimp suits that they're trying to rock, like the bright yellow and like the crazy greens and like the awesome car. Okay. That stuff holds up. Um, the grabbing of the women at the party does not hold up. Okay. Yeah, you're like, whoa! Oh, no, no, like, I, I know what hard, you're talking yeah. about now. And I'm like, ah, I remember liking this as a child. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. But, and they had. Uh, and I also remember like uh, Vincent Van Gogh, like a guy dressed up like Vincent oh, yeah. Van Gogh. Oh, yeah, and he's got his ear wrapped. Referencing yeah. Yeah, that yeah. line. Yeah. Vincent Van Gogh gone mail that ear. <laughs> yes, yes. That, okay. There are a lot of uh, Vincent Van Gogh references in audiology stuff because mm. of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So you've had your fill of that. I am done, yeah. Okay. I, no more no more Van Gogh. No more of the ear thing because it's been oversaturated. We're good. Okay. And then, so another thing. But, that... And then they would also cut, so they would like, so the other thing that, I guess this part does hold up for the video, but it's still like weird is like whenever they would grab like one of the ladies, they would cut to like the oil rig and you're like, oh, all right. I see what we're doing here. Yes, yeah. Yes. Good times. <laughs> good times. It's like a 13 year old boy wrote this video, like wrote the storyboard for this video, which is, I'm sure what happened. Right. Right. <laughs> 
So, yeah, and so a lot of this stuff, like... Uh, to be the, clear, I still like it. Okay. <laughs> so, the, the, like, the license to ill, it, it's like they very... And, and at the time, I was in high school when that came out, and that was very uh, sophomoric, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I, I appreciate it at the time. Uh, not so much now. I don't like a lot of the, you know, the humor involved in that. And so this was in Paul's Boutique, which is the second album, and po- probably my favorite uh of their albums and it was still um so it, it was just a lot more mature and a lot of the, the the themes so to speak and also it was uh but they also had a lot of samples in the time you know so mm-hmm. the they this was still in the era where they were able to sample freely not that the courts really hadn't sorted it out yet so in the song hey ladies they had um uh, she's walking around like she's number one, and then they had the sample. She thinks she's the passionate one, which is a sample from the song Ballroom Blitz by Sweet, which is which a is a great song. Is a great song. Great song. And so, you know, I I, I would listen to these BC Boys, which were you know dense with these you know little uh, these samples from other songs, mm-hmm. and then I'd hear it in other places, and I'm like. Oh my god! That's the one that was from the Beastie, but they, they sampled in that one, yeah. Right, and yeah. so so I you know hear I did that. not always catch them, but that was one that I knew. Yeah, because yeah. I love Ballroom Blitz, and it's just a great song. It is a great song. Yeah, and like Eggman, which is also on uh, Paul's Boutique, they sample um, uh, Superfly. Oh yeah, which is one of them. You know that yeah. that's one that I. If I wasn't a you know high schooler, maybe I was just in college at the time that uh, I should have known Superfly. But I heard Eggman first, and it's a cool groove, and I can see why they sampled it. So, yeah. Um, but yes, I so you I know love... it now, and that's what's important. That's right. Let's go back to that. <laughs> it's okay. Curse Mayfield. <laughs> so um, yeah, so. Uh, did you? I've I've got some other stuff. There. Oh, you just do yeah, do your thing. So uh, there was another, and there's also some. Um, there's a couple of songs that they did that were just for the sake of uh, just for the sake of humor, and I'm hoping that you haven't heard them, so I get to see the look on your face. Oh boy, um, are you familiar? I'm both excited and terrified at the same time. Are you familiar with Boom and Granny? I, am I? I don't know. Excellent. Let's find out. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This one's dedicated to all the ladies in the front, the back. All the older ladies out there. Looking nice. You know who you are. <laughs> well, that's an intro. <laughs> no, I do not know this song. <laughs> yeah. I think I also know why I don't know this song. <laughs> so this is um the the best of. wasn't on my list of things to listen to. 
But yeah, that's a song. That's a song. <laughs> so clearly, it, it is funny. Yeah, it's it clearly, is funny. It's clearly just for the humor, right? Yes. And so they did that, and that was so that was on the yeah the Sound of Science uh, two disc set, and also this one, um, and this in the liner notes uh, for this one they had. Uh, oh man, do you I miss liner notes? I, I do kind of miss liner notes. Yeah. Oh, because people like you have streaming services. Yes. So we I still purchase the CDs, and they still have, but they don't really have liner notes anymore. You purchase CDs? I do purchase CDs. I most recently... Per- yeah. I- when? When was the last time you purchased a CD? Uh, let's see here. February? Okay. Last... Yeah, February. Do 2020. Have, February 2020. Do you still have a device that can get it from a CD onto your phone? Or... I mean, so what you do, Kurt, is you rip it onto your... Onto your... I don't have a computer that has a CD player. You don't have a CD player no, I have an old, I have an old computer that I use <laughs> for this task. All right, well, I might swing by and drop off a bunch of discs. <laughs> I'm, I will be more than happy to convert them and rip them onto MP3s. I am so. familiar with the term rip. Yeah, but I'm I, just saying, I don't. Have my a children computer. are not, so I have, I have been teaching them, and it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I told, so I bought there was a there was a uh, CD that I wanted that um, we mentioned a trivia. And I had to buy the actual physical CD because you can't get those songs anywhere else. So I bought the physical CD and then I ripped them and then I put them onto my phone so that I have them both in my car. Because my car also has a CD player still. Good. And then I have it on my phone too so I can Bluetooth it into whatever I want to. Nice. It was 100% worth all of those steps. What was the disc? Um, It was... uh, in their eyes, uh, 90s bands covering 80s songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, and right. so it was 100% worth it for just one song. Like, one song out of those is the best song ever covered. It was Phantom Planet covering Somebody's Baby, and it is so good. It's so good. Okay. And it was 100% worth all of those steps that I had to take. Because I had to buy the CD, I had to have it mailed to me, I had to rip the CD, and then I had to <laughs> load it to Google Play, and then I had to download it from Google Play to my phone. And you're saying that there's nowhere that you could get that? No! I could not find it anywhere. But I'm sure that you can, because you have streaming services. Okay. So tell me again what the name of the song it's, was. It's called Somebody's Baby, and it's covered by Phantom Planet. All right, let me just see. And by the way, I listened to the original the other day, and Phantom Planet is so much better than the original. Okay. They did such a better job on that song. So much so that uh, I am just dumbfounded. Okay. With your little... That's fine. All right. You so win I this just... round with your streaming <laughs> services. I bought, the, the, I bought the CD, Kurt. That's what I'm saying. That was from Not Another Teen Movie. Yes, it was also in that soundtrack. All right. But it was the compilate, the disc that we were talking about was that, not, that um, in the, your eye, er, yeah, in their yeah. eyes. And so I this wanted is... the whole CD because it sounded good. But that turns out is the best song from that CD. Okay. So just that, so you know. The Jackson Brown song, right? That's... That's who we did originally, yes, right? Original, okay. Yeah. When you when you said that, I was like, I don't know who Phantom Planet is. I don't think I know it's somebody's baby, but now that I've listened to it, yeah. I know the Jackson Brown. But this Brown is the better version, I'm just saying. Better than Jackson Brown? Yes. That's not a, a huge oh, bar. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. And to be clear, Jackson Brown's a great songwriter, but boring. <laughs> so and no sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay. 
So now I have to go back and cue up the song. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. That was worth Sidebar. it for me. To... It was such a good, such a, oh, to show off that, <laughs> that streaming services do things. That's fine. We're never, you know who's never going to uh, sponsor our podcast? Apple uh, Music. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. Someday. Who knows? I mean, they might, they might, and they might be like, hey, Kurt, if you could just get rid of Jen, then... <laughs> If you could just knock her off that podcast, we are going to sponsor you, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that for the right sponsorship, we could get Jen to stop talking trash about uh, April. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah okay. I think so, too. <laughs> I can be bought we d- by sponsors. We don't know what that number is yet. I don't know but... what it is either. It's probably not that high. <laughs> so, in the liner notes okay. of the uh, uh, Sound of Science uh, two-disc set, Oh, okay. We're so gonna stop for a second. We're gonna sidebar for one more second. Does your streaming service give you liner notes? <laughs> um, that there is well, no, not not the traditional liner notes. That is correct. Okay. Um, there is often a like a digital. Yeah, but who downloads the PDF that accompanies? No, and some of them are like videos, and some of uh. them are like even better than liner notes. Most of them are not. Most of them don't have. You're right. Okay. And certainly wouldn't get that cool Modi report card. No, you wouldn't get, get that report liner. card if you didn't have liner notes. If you just streamed all of your... Anyway, continue. Okay, and just for the... Uh, just in case I forget to mention, uh, a, an excellent uh, resource to look at is there's a Vulture article about the Beastie Boys. Oh. So include that in yeah. the show notes. But Vulture that is... Um, that has a number of things on there. Um and I think I think that's where I saw that about the cool Mondi notes, but that was that was outstanding. So in the in the liner notes, they talked about this song where they said that uh, Mike D for a while hit his head and thought that he was a country recording artist or no TV show host, and so they instead of fighting him with it, they just decided to record this theme as opposed to trying to convince him that he wasn't. So this is Country Mike's theme. It feels like we're too close to the Florida Georgia line. <laughs> we're just too close. <laughs> and I cut that short just so we did not play the entire song, but the song oh, was about okay. to end in about two seconds. Okay, there. wow. <laughs> So there was a time where I listened to the country music and it is not now, but that was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, but just, I love the fact that they put on, you know, just a short little ridiculous song. Somebody's like, hey, I think I can play country. (laughs) So, and and another uh, thing that I really like about, not that this isn't necessarily funny about them, but they are good musicians like yes. in, in uh in a song that we'll probably talk about in just a second sabotage that is basically a rock and roll song yes. and it is them playing their their instruments they actually started off as like kind of a, a you know a bratty a punk band and you didn't know that no i mean like at what point are they not like 
no, that I mean, kind of, you well, know what I mean, like but the, the rapping, is that why? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, uh, it, but it was literally, you know, drums, bass, guitar, and yeah. a lot of screaming, and and then that's what makes a fun song. If you're not what? Okay. Oh, is it? No, I'm. I enjoy screaming songs. No, that's fun. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying that that, <laughs> that is not what people think of when they think of the okay, Beastie Boys, fair and enough. and they are, and you know what? Let's let's. Let's talk about uh, uh, sabotage mm-hmm. uh, because one um, one of the greatest uh, another another instance of them showing a great uh, sense of humor it was on a Saturday Night Live a like I want to say thirty year anniversary show or something like that that they came out and they started playing sabotage and they were playing it live you know. Mike D on drums, Ad Rock on guitar, and MCA on bass. They start playing it, and then Elvis Costello comes out and with his guitar and says, "No, no, we shouldn't be playing this song. This is, you know, this song isn't for you." And then they start. Do you know? Are no, you familiar with this reference? This. Okay, so I don't know how I missed it. But back in the day, Elvis Costello uh, was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. And he started playing a song, and I don't remember the original song, but it was a song that had, it was a very political song oh. uh, having to do with you know, what was going on in Britain at the time. They started playing it. He didn't want to do it originally, but the producers told him to play it. I wish I could remember the name of it, but they, they and he said, and then after about, uh, you know, 15 seconds of music, he said, stop, no, no, this song isn't for you guys. And then he turns to his band and goes, let's do Radio Radio. So... In in this with the Beastie Boys, he he comes out on stage in the middle of sabotage and tells, "No, no, let's play Radio Radio." So then, uh, uh, Ad Rock goes over, starts playing keyboards, which I didn't even know that he played keyboards. Wow! But, uh, so they play a full version of Radio Radio. You know, just the four of them: the Beastie Boys plus Elvis, and it was a really good version of it. Uh, less than zero. Okay, so I did not remember that. Jen looked it up, but but yeah, so you know they wanted him to do that song, and it was like this iconic moment on Saturday Night Live, and they you know it was a jokingly recreated. So they started playing Sabotage. Elvis comes out and said, "No, no, this song, you know, basically doing the same song. Let's yeah. do Radio Radio," and they play Radio Radio, and it's really good. Wow! So I'm gonna have to watch this. You should. It's a very exciting. Yeah. So I love um, Sabotage. Because of the video. Of course. I'm sorry. No. This is, I, this is my shtick is I love the videos. And I just love like the very like Starsky and Hutch looking cops mm-hmm. that are happening there. Like with the fake mustaches and the walk. Like it's just fun. Like whenever you can put like a fake mustache on somebody, I'm in. Yes. Yes. I think that that's my selling feature. Let's just do <laughs> fake mustaches on it. I, you know what, Kurt? I need to get a fake mustache is what I just said. <laughs> but like, do I do a handlebar or do I do like a little, like, like a little, like a dastardly, um, like a snidely, snidely whiplash. whiplash. That would be good as well. You, you have to, that takes more maintenance though, where you got to wax up the tips. Well, but like, and... so I, we're talking about it for me. So <laughs> this would be us. this would oh, be okay. felt. That's right. You can, right? I can, I can you felt. You can probably on. maintain that. Yes. I can maintain felt. With a little bit of, like, wig glue. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Sabotage, excellent. Uh, yes. Spike Jones video. Yes. Uh, and did you see the MTV Music Awards when they were nominated? So, 
I never watch the MTV Music Video Award. I don't ever watch award shows, except for the Oscars, because I do Oscars bingo, and it is a big deal. But oh. um, I don't like award shows. Okay. They're so boring. Okay. I just... Well, this is another uh, instance that shows... Where, where it was not boring? Well, yeah. So, okay. uh, so yeah, Spike Jones was nominated for Best Director of a Video, and... Uh, was it for Sabotage or for yeah, a different Yeah, for Sabotage, video? Okay. yeah. And uh, and also up for it was Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Uh, right. So. Uh, yeah. No. And Everybody Hurts won. Of course they did. So they announced it. And then. That's, can we just talk about a song that like will immediately like cause you to be depressed? Like does that. <laughs> like do you immediately go into depression? Yeah. I think that's what happens. Because today I was trying to find, um, for the little song challenge we were doing on Instagram, I was finding the, the sad one, and I'm like, oh, I just feel terrible now. Like, I, oh, like after listening to like my three choices and like trying to pick which one made me the saddest, I was like, You had three choices? I you did. go through that? Yeah. Do you do that every day? Uh, yeah, I have like multiple choices oh, every day. Wow. And then I got to weigh, like, this is, this is really, I overthink things. Is. <sighs> What you might be noticing right now, listeners. Um, but yeah, I overthought today's for sure. And then I got real depressed because I listened to three very sad songs, like like concurrently, and then again, and then again, and then again. So it was just like this loop of sadness. So yeah, yeah that's definitely not, a good not my choice. jam. Yeah, I, I don't I, like sad songs. I don't like, at all. And so it was so hard because I'm like, well, I can think of three that are terrible. And then each one I felt like worse inside. And I'm like, why do people do this to themselves? I don't know. This is so bad. So, yeah. And in, in the that song challenge, you know, to pick a sad song, there was only... Uh, I, I picked Here Today by Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. who... Uh, I saw that if you know previous listeners will hear that I went and saw Paul McCartney with my son Matthew, Sir Paul McCartney, and he explained that that song was about John Lennon and Aww. talking about what he would do if he were here today, and I didn't know that that's what that song was about, and Aww. then I heard that song and I like it made me cry while I was listening to it, and yeah. so yeah, but normally I. that is not what music is for who wants to do that to themselves like who just hates themselves so much they're like (laughs) let me listen to this song that makes me so sad right so instead of like uh, you know the the people are like oh I just had a breakup I just want to sit and listen to sad songs no you listen to some ska yeah Yeah, listen to ska (laughs) ska is always going to make you feel happy that's the whole point of ska so yeah uh, so when they so they announced the REM one, mm-hmm. and then uh, sorry. and then this guy comes out, who who like uh, he is dressed in like later hosen, oh, with a well, fake a... beard and mustache, All right. and it is not immediately clear, but uh, it is MCA mm-hmm. who comes out and says what a travesty it is that the Beastie Boys didn't win, and this is his alter ego Nathaniel Hornblower who is. That he is credited for directing a number of their videos, and I think he's also credited with directing. Uh, yeah, we fucking shot that, which was the concert video where they handed out hundreds of video cameras to the fans. Oh, yeah. And they would edit that down. Have you seen that 
movie? I have not seen it in its entirety. I've seen clips. Okay. Yeah. But so he comes out and when this later hosen and his fake Swiss accent talking about what a travesty it was and then he gets escorted off stage. Right, right. But nobody, including Michael Stipe at the time who was on stage to accept the award, knew that that was MTA. But that was so funny. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, another... that takes a lot of guts to do. Also, do you have an alter ego? Because we need to talk about that. I think we should all have an alter ego. Why don't we? Well. Oh, wait. Kurt so does. I don't have an alter ego, oh, it per feels se. Like it, it would... No, I mean, okay. I'm not a superhero. <laughs> but I do have... Uh... Well, you have glasses, so if you take them off, we. I mean, I don't know. That's a totally different person. I have no idea what just happened. So, Oh, there's <laughs> Kurt. Okay, we're good. <laughs> he put his glasses back on, folks. So an anagram of Kurt Leaders... Oh, boy. ...is... Duke S. Truler, which is the name that I use when I'm filling out a form and I don't want to use my real name. Oh, okay. And 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 sometimes they'll get the uh, little checkbox for the, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll always be Reverend Duke S. Truler oh. if that's the option, but uh, you don't always get that option. No, you don't. Reverend, then doctor, and then mister. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so wait, wait, which one? So are you all of those or are you just Well, reverend? it depends. It, okay. it depends. Like, oh, on what's available. Yeah, to uh, on the drop-down box or on so the. So this isn't like a Reverend box. Horton Heat. Like this isn't just like what you do every time. No, it, okay. I mean, if they have the option for Reverend, I will do Reverend okay. every time. But... Okay. All right. Yeah. And your alter ego? Oh, so no, there was a time where I really, um, whenever I wrote sketches and stuff, I would sign it as Eifer Thomas. Um, so Thomas is my maiden name, and then Eifer was. Uh, Look, Jennifer is overdone. And so uh, there's too many Jennifers. There's too many Jennifers. Oh, so this there's is like the Jennies. Topher thing. This is a Topher where thing. Where you take the last Where I take the last part and it's spelled I F E R. And um, I just signed By that. By the way, yeah, she signed that. I... <laughs> for some reason, because you can see me right now. If this were a video um, podcast, that would be so helpful. It would be so much fun because then I could just <laughs> sign some of the words. Not all of them because I am not fluent. Um, but yeah, so I would sign it like Eifer. Mm hmm. Nice. I like it. I need to, like, but now I need, like, a whole persona. So I have a persona for the Monster Rangers, but I can't remember her name right now. So that's great. It's Rita something, but, like, I can't remember the rest of it. Her name is Rita. There's, like, this whole backstory. She is a um, monster medic for the Scare Force. So in case anybody knows what the Monster Rangers are... They're a delightful oh, group. I'm sure they all do. I right? don't think we need to get into <laughs> I'm gonna, That's going to be linked in the show notes. Because uh, the Monster Rangers are a delightful group of people who camp. And <laughs> that's it. It's fun. Excellent. All right. Uh, so the uh, another one of my favorite uh, Beastie Boys songs is Shadrach. Yes. Um, And just before this, we played the Shadrach video. The Shadrach video is not uh, funny in itself, like a lot of the videos are, but it's a very cool looking... Yeah, it's a cool look. It's like in that style of like AHA where you're trying to like do like the... um... Like the drawing version of what's happening. Yeah. But with like more oils is what it looked like. It looked like an oil painting. Um, Yeah, exactly. So that was really cool because I had not gotten to see that until just today. And it was very nice. Yeah, so it. and it's it's colorful. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so they yeah took concert video and they they did this artwork around it and it was and, and so one of the one of my uh, and this is on the uh, Paul's Boutique album. Um, I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, a little bit of the song. Oh, that's 
one second. I'm going to... I'm having a little trouble. Okay, I'm going to fast forward to a particular section here. So, I just wanted to break down just some of the lyrics oh, in yes. this. Because it's... By all means. Again, there's a lot of... Like, there's so many references. So many references. That and, just happened. I mean, like, I got at least two of them. So, that was, you know... Pretty good. <clears throat> so, pretty good. like, in that in that little section there, they had... Because uh, uh, I've got more stories than JD's got Salinger. I hold the title and you are the challenger. I love that. And, it is pretty solid, Yeah. <clears throat> And then uh, always go out dapper like Harry S. Truman. I'm madder than Mads, Alfred E. Newman. And, and just so uh, uh, earlier in this, so two of those just like right in that same verse earlier in the song, uh, they, they have a lot of the I've got more of this than, right. than that. That's, you know, common in a lot of their stuff, which... But it, they make it interesting. You know, they, they they bring up references that are... They're not always the same references. Yeah, yeah. And it's not always obvious references. Like, uh, more, Adidas, more Adidas sneakers than a plumber's got pliers. I got more suits than Jacoby and Myers. When I heard that at the time, I didn't know what Jacoby and Myers was. And I was like, oh, they must make suits. And nope, that nope. is a law firm. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Right. It so does. one of the reference, you know, appreciate looking that up. That is, yeah, that's a good one to look up. And and just the... And that's then, definitely rewarding when you get that out of it. You're like, oh, that's a great one. Yeah. 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 And even the song, like Shadrach, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't sure if you were familiar with the where the Shadrach came from. I asked you before and right. you weren't. And you were a Sunday school teacher, too. I was a Sunday school teacher, but, yeah. So Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the three men who refused to uh, bow down to, and I, I'm, I think King Nebuchadnezzar. This was in the Book of Daniel, and uh, they were going to be put to death by fire, and they were saved by an angel, even though they were in the fire, they survived. And I mean, was, or they're witches, right? Like that's the other alternative, right? That so, is a possibility, I mean, but I don't think that that was the story. No, that, that wasn't the biblical story. But I'm just saying, like that's that's one way that you know that somebody isn't a witch if they, you know, if they die by the fire. <laughs> so, oh boy, turns out not a lot of witches. <laughs> so they. Uh, uh, another lyric from Shadrach, uh, smoke the holy chalice, got my own religion, rather on the stage to check the fu- funky dope musicians like Jerry Lee Swaggart or Jerry Lee Fallwell. You love Mario and Jetty because he always drives his car well. Just stuff in there. So that's many like, yeah, references. Just, like they were like, that's like, they like just pile on the references. Right, right. And it's, it's. I feel like sometimes it's like overwhelming amounts. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, and they do it, you know, without without the the wink or nod. It's just really straight. It's just straight, yeah. It's 
very fun. Really yeah. enjoy all of their doo-doo rhymes. <laughs> Learned a new term today, too. So, uh, so are there other videos that you appreciate? I think we hit mine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, another video that was uh, the... I think it's a triple threat. Um, hold on one second here. Sorry, not triple threat. It was triple trouble, which I'll play a little bit of. But so that's a bad Cockney accent. Yes. <laughs> but in this video, they had uh, they had. It was like a red carpet kind of thing, and mm-hmm. like, oh, the Beastie Boys are coming back, you know. And they, uh, you know, these they come out and they're dressed in these ridiculous outfits, and they're they're talking like there's these fashion mavens, and um, they talk about, oh, so where have you been the last six years? And it's like, oh, we've been held captive by Sasquatch, and it's a solid and, answer. And they. And, and they said, uh, and they like dissed him for like his hygiene or something like that. And then they go and they start doing this video and they cut to Sasquatch in his cave watching this, you know, red carpet and he gets all pissed off. Well, I would be upset as Sasquatch <laughs> if I just got thrown under the bus on national television. So Sasquatch and- comes out of his cave, mm-hmm. goes down to where they're shooting this video and then abducts the three of them and brings them back to the cave. As he should. Sasquatch is fully within his rights. I'm on the side of Sasquatch here. I just want to go <laughs> on record for that. And I love this idea. But, like, so it's very rude to, like, to like pick down Sasquatch's cleanliness habits. <laughs> because he's a different species than us. And they that have different hygiene levels. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh my goodness! So the uh, in the video they uh, and at the very end of the video there is a Kanye, uh, what cameo I guess. Oh boy! Which is the I think the full extent of the humor that Kanye has shown, which is this cameo in the. Uh, uh, Unless Boys. we're laughing at Kanye, we're not ever really laughing with him. You I'm know what not. I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm laughing at him. He, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish, Kurt. I'm gonna let you finish. No, I'm I'm with no, you. No, no, no. That was the that's a Kanye. Oh, okay. That was what Kanye did to Taylor Swift. Gotcha. Because Taylor Swift was trying to accept her award. Right. And then Kanye got up there and was like, "I'm gonna let you finish." He pulled a Nathaniel Hornblower out. He did. <laughs> oh my God, he did. I did not even realize that until just now. So it's. But only that is his alter. That's him all the time. Is his alter ego. Maybe, oh. maybe Kanye West is a nice person somewhere, just not in front of anyone else. That's a possibility. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, it's not probable. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that when I think of like some of the like the people that are like zeros in the humor department, mm-hmm. and it's you know, I, I sometimes think of like the really intense like heavy metal uh folks but you bring you know we talk about kanye he's like on that he's a zero way too self-serious yes and, um like uh you know and michael stipe is up there as well oh my god he's also a zero yes yeah i mean I rem probably not a zero just because they're probably like a one 
but uh, but yeah, Michael Stipe as a as an individual really low on the oh, on so the whole bad. list. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so and some other video things that you might want to check out. Um, there. So so the Beastie Boys had they appeared on Thirty Rock. Yes. Which was uh, where they had like a We Are the World type tribute and they they had a little rap in there that was hilarious that absolutely should check out. Um, they were in a video or they're in an episode of Futurama. No? I've seen all of the episodes of Futurama. I have them on DVD because again... Well, like to own the thing. This is um, not one that you would have missed. I, how did I miss? How do how do I not recall it? Is because I forget things after I've watched them. So it's, it's difficult. Yeah, they go to a Beastie Boys video and they are heads in jars performing. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. And it's probably because the heads in jars happen a lot on Futurama. But it was actually, and I think it was just the uh, two of them that did it. But it, but they, and I think that actually, uh, I think. Uh, Mike D actually did an Adam Yauk impression. Oh wow! So, but it was just the two of them yes. uh, doing it, and it was that was delightful. Of course. And then a movie, which I'm gonna guess you've never seen because mm. this is like definitely a cult classic, and this is like one of my favorite cult classic movies. Are you familiar with the movie Roadside Profits? No. Okay, I this is a this is a big recommend for me. This is a weird movie, but it stars. Uh, John Doe from X mm-hmm. and uh, and Ad Rock Adam Horovitz uh, from the from the Beastie Boys. It's not a Beastie Boys uh, movie, but it is is the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's like a road movie where they they go out on motorcycles and they're going on. Uh, it's it, I won't go into the whole plot, but it's the two of them on motorcycles going around California and Nevada and they, all these different people that they meet along the way. An outstanding John Cusack cameo in this. How how have I not seen it if John Cusack is in it? That's oh, you question. you must see it. Oh well, obviously. Uh, but uh, but it is you know it's John Doe and Adam Horvitz are the the leading actors in it, and neither of them are uh, actually in this movie. They're both good actors. They do a good job. Um, so that reminds me of another cult classic that I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen Six String Samurai? Uh, Six the... String Samurai. No. <gasps> okay. So this one is like, it's a post-apocalyptic world. So obviously I've watched it because I've watched all of those. Um, and it stars Buddy, who is like a dangerous version of Buddy Holly. And he's riding around on a motorcycle. And that's what it just reminded me of. It stars Buddy. It's it's not really Buddy. You mean Holly. the main character? The, the main character is supposed to be Buddy Holly. Got it. Post apocalyptic. Okay. So good. That's Excellent. it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but this is very not a slapsticky movie, but a very funny movie. It's got uh, a band, or it's got a performance by Two Free Stooges. Are you familiar with Two Free Stooges? All right. Yes. And um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Oh, uh, I I think that uh, Carradine, David Carradine from Kung Fu is in it. Uh, and this is a weird sounding it, movie. It is a weird. It is a weird movie. I mean, like in fairness, I just did a. I just did like a plug for Six String Samurai, which is also a very weird movie. So there's that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
so but yeah definitely definitely check that out so I have played all the songs that I wanted to play. What? Well, I take that back. I would I would sit here and talk basically forever about <laughs> the Beastie Boys. Well, we don't have forever to talk about it. We don't. No. And should we wrap it up? I think we should probably wrap okay. it up. So then what do you rank them in humor? <sighs> oh, this is a hard one. This because, is a hard one. Again, I mean, uh, you already gave Presidents of the United States of America 9.6 in your adjusted one. Right. Um, so, I mean, is it higher? Is it 10? I is, think it is. Are you a 10 on this one? I think we have to go to 10 wow. on this. I know I like to give myself a little bit of headroom in order well, to... Well, there's still 11. I mean, it's there's Spinal Tap rules that Okay, so Spinal Tap is the definition of 11. Spinal Tap then. is 11. Okay, so... Spinal Tap's 11. Given that scale, yeah. uh, I'd say the Beastie Boys are a 10. I just Well, there you go. That's awesome. I'm giving them a nine. Okay. Yeah. And okay, so refresh my memory. Uh, your previous high score was the Black Keys, which also got a nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you know what people think of you know it's like Black Keys and Beastie Boys right at that same rate. <laughs> I so the so I, I not... like the style of the Black Keys humor Absolutely. so much that I stand by. I would even move them up. Honestly, I would move them above the Beastie Boys. I, I would. I've I've said it now on the podcast. I would move them above the Beastie Boys because okay. Dan and Patrick are hilarious. Okay. They're hilarious. We don't have to agree on everything. No, we don't. That's <laughs> all right. So that uh, I do. Th- I do think that uh, from a. You know, total volume of work is oh. why the oh. the Beastie Boys go above the presidents for me. So you're you're dinging the Black Keys because they haven't been around as long. No, I'm no, I'm saying that for me, yeah, that's why I give the the nod to the Beastie Boys over the presidents. In, oh, over the presidents. Okay. Yeah, I could tell that with the faces you were making, you were <laughs> totally listening to everything I was saying. <laughs> I was getting very defensive. I yes. switched. I switched gears <laughs> on you without notifying you. So, but yeah, so I, that's where I'm headed. Uh, but I, again, and I'm also just a huge fan of their music. It is very good. It is very good music. But I still, I still would rank Black Keys slightly higher. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're at, folks. All right. So, as uh, our, with our new format, goes Kurt, and then Jen, and then the fans. So I just got to pick the Beastie Boys. Now, oh I, I'm starting to think that Jen did not think this far in advance. I did not think this far in advance. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so we're going to do what we call in the business, we're going to pause. Okay, so I had a list, and I cannot remember what was on it, and apparently I did not scan it. So I'm just going to go with the first thing that I can think of, and it is... Bowling for Soup. Are you Bowling familiar with... Bowling for Soup. Yes. They did... Is it Stacy's Mom? Yes, they did right. Stacy's Mom. Okay. Yes, and they did many others that we'll talk about on the next episode. All right. Well, Ooh. until then, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And, and we, we just, just made, made a podcast. podcast. Okay. One. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect.
Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my 